Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast. And we're in episode 176, which is episode 107 in season two of this amazing journey that we're setting out on uh, with the Lord's blessing, hopefully one day getting through the whole Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And if you remember, we're at this point in Genesis 13 in this uh, story of the conflict between Abram and Lot. And uh, I've called this morning's message Blessings in in a Time of Conflict. Now, you remember the last time that we spoke, uh, I spoke about how we, what are the consequences and how do we live with the consequences of giving something up for God. So we're going to pick up the text in verses 14 and I'll read through to verse 18, which says this. The Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, Look around from where you are, to the north and the south, to the east and the west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, that your offspring could also be counted. Go walk through the length and breadth of the land I am giving to you. So Abraham went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he pitched his tent there and built an altar to the Lord. Well, we see that the next thing that happens is that the Lord here is rewarding Abraham for his act of trust that he's just done by allowing Lot to take some of the land. When he says to Abraham, I'm going to give you all you can see. You see, he had just given up his right, but now God's coming in to say, I'm going to bless you beyond what I first promised you. I'm going to give you everything that you can see to the north and the south and to the east and the west. Go and take it all, he says. I'm giving it all to you. But he also says, I'm going to give this land to your descendants also. You're going to have it and your descendants are going to have it as well. And your descendants are going to be so many that they will be on, that they will be beyond counting. So after giving to Lot part of what he thought God had given to him, the Lord now steps in and says, I'm going to give you even more than you've given up, Abraham. So the question is, what should we give up in order to get to where the Lord wants us to be? What do we need to surrender to receive what the Lord wants to give to us? And that, friends, I believe is actually the main point of this passage. You see, there are two issues in this passage to take note of. It's easy to read this passage and simply see quarrelling and separation and all of that stuff. And this passage, of course, is definitely talking about that. But the primary point of this passage is the promise of the land to Abram. It's mentioned seven, count them seven times in this chapter. God promises Abraham the land and Abraham is willing to trust the Lord that he's going to give it to him. He's going to be, make good on his promising, promises. And Abraham has learned by this point to say, you know what, I'm just going to trust the Lord no matter how things look and how they might appear to be working out. Whatever the future holds, if it's in the hand of God, that's okay with me. So when Abraham trusted the Lord and unselfishly allowed a lot to make the decision he, he gave, he on the surface appeared to give up his rights to that land, but that turned out not to be the case because God comes back and enlarges 
the promise of the Lamb to him. Which tells me this, friends, you cannot outgive God. The contrast between Lot and Abraham is there for everyone to see. You see, Lot, he chose by sight and he chose what was selfish. What he believed would deliver the, most, the greatest opportunity, the greatest chance of him increasing his wealth. But Abraham chose by faith and he chose spiritually, spiritually. And by doing so, Abraham not only avoided the conflict that was, was rising up with between him and Lot and between his family and Lot's family and the people they employed, but he inherits this great blessing. So here's the bottom line for us. Don't make winning a quarrel. Don't ever make winning a quarrel your goal. Focus on what is loving and what is right and God will bless you beyond anything that you feel you're having to give up in the moment by, by going that way and making those choices. It's worth it for the peace of mind, if nothing else, friends. Abraham, by giving up his rights, acted generously. He acted righteously, righteously, and he acted mercifully. In, in, and in doing so, he resolved a dispute. You see, God has given us freedom, but one of the freedoms that we that we are able to take advantage of is the freedom to always to be gracious, to always put the other first. We have the freedom to be generous, even to the point of surrendering our, our rights. We can choose to live by grace in the knowledge that God in turn will be gracious to us. But you know what? The greatest example of giving up one's rights is that of Jesus himself, God's only son. He gave up his right to have a home. He actually spoke about, he said that with the birds have nests and the foxes have dens, but I don't have a place to lay my head. He also gave up his right to, for money. Did you notice he had to borrow a coin from someone just to make an illustration about the kingdom of God? And he gave up all rights to his reputation the, to the point where the Son of God was called a devil by the religious experts of his time. But Jesus went even further than that. He gave up the right to life himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And why did he do that? For what purpose? So that God might exalt him and that he would be, his name would be above every other name and before him every knee should bow. But there's another reason. Jesus did all that, but there's one more reason. He did it in order to show us how to live our lives. He was showing us how to defeat the power of evil. And by being generous, we would bring people back to God. Jesus was showing us that the only way to win for ourselves, but more importantly, to win others for God, was to sacrifice ourselves, to sacrifice our rights and our comforts and submit them to the will of God. Jesus wants us all to follow him, but we do that fundamentally by losing ourselves. And ironically, by doing that, we can gain the whole world. Only by taking Jesus' example into every part of our lives are we really able to win in this, thing, this race called life. Jesus himself spelled it out for us in Mark chapter 8. And I'll close by reading this short couple of verses for you. Verses 34 and 35. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, 
but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. I'll close it there and God willing, I'll see you all back here tomorrow. Bye for now.